Hey everyone, I'm Tiffany Blackman and this is my so-called fabulous. Welcome to the show today, everyone. I have talked to you, I have shared, very transparent, and it seems just to be getting worse, autoimmune. Do you call it autoimmune disease, disorders, issues? Well, I'm not sure exactly what you call it, but I know I have it and I have three. And I have brought on the expert today, a friend of mine, Jim Hernser with Las Colinas Pharmacy. You may have mentioned, you may have remembered uh, season four, episode number 128 and 129. Go and listen to female and male hormones. We talk all about it in that season. And uh, he's just absolutely amazing what he's doing the work he's doing. We were kind of tossing around what we talk about. And I was telling him the issues I'm having. So we're going to talk to, to him about this now. Welcome to the show, everyone. Jim Hernser. Oh, thanks for having me. And thanks for the work you do, Tiff, because unbelievable um, how much information you're dispersing out there and helping people to see um, a broader scope of some of these t issues that maybe they might not hear otherwise. So thank you. You are so welcome. And I tell you, um, it's, it's, um, it's been great, almost four years we're doing the podcast, and I have learned more about issues and things that people won't talk about or things have people have trouble talking about. So I've really kind of made it to my mission to talk about these things because, you know, Jim, in, in your line of work, and I'm hearing this now, I'll hear from one or two people and say, I didn't know. I didn't realize I thought I was the only one. I thought that something was wrong with me. Um, so just telling people it's okay to talk about it, right? It is. Matter of fact, um, uh, autoimmune disease is so common. The number one most common autoimmune disease is Hashimoto's autoimmune thyroiditis. And most people don't even realize they have it. I test people over and over and over and find that they have it. And it's not that their doctors aren't great. Most of my friends are doctors. I want to go from the very outset and saying that most of my friends are traditional Western doctors. They don't understand this, this uh, integrative uh, functional medicine approach that I use. They just know that my patients do well. Mm -hmm. And so they sometimes refer them to me in spite of the fact that it's way out of their belief system. And so it doesn't mean that your traditional thinking doctor is not smart or is not a good guy or woman. Right. <laughs> but they are. You know, yeah. but but they they work within their box, and my my uh, belief system is broader because I've had some experiences that changed my mind. Oh yeah, and have you always been functional medicine? You're a pharmacist. You own Las Colinas Pharmacy. Mm -hmm. um, have you always been functional? Uh, no, I, uh, I but I did I do think that I was forced into a broader thinking model simply because my wife had so many things go wrong in her life. It made me look outside of what my doctor friend said, Jim, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing we can do. Um, you know, that's just the way it is, you know, and, and, you know, bless her heart. She's just getting older or, you know, or something like that. Uh, and, yeah. and, and it, not that they were bad guys, you know, they care and they're good guys, mm -hmm. but, uh, and girls, <laughs> Yeah, and but, uh, I'm not massaging up probably. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, so, uh, so, my point here is is that we had to think more broadly, and so I sought out information from nationally known experts to try to figure out what can we do more than what they're saying we can do. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, Jim, if it's because I have just, I, I have been hit over the head since 2020 with these autoimmune disorders. I mean, it has been miserable. I've never felt worse in my entire life, but you just keep going. Um, I have a good team of medical professionals, functional and Western. Um, is it, is this something new? I mean, because, or is just, I'm just hearing it because 
all of my friends have it. It's not all of them, but a lot of my population has it. And that's true. And it is very common. It's way more common than you might even realize. I mean, like I had no clue until you told me, you know, because you look so great, you know, and, and you. nobody would think, oh, this girl has autoimmune disease. There's mm -hmm. a couple of them mm -hmm. and would never think that. And so the reality is, is that we're all dealing with stuff in our bodies. And, uh, and so it, it, you're just typical for me. And, and these patients come to me and they say, Jim, you know, my doctor says there's nothing I do. What can we do? Ah, I can't stand that. I know. And, or better yet, let's not better yet, but let's throw an antibiotic on it or let's throw a steroid on this. I've gone through that phase. Let's do a biologic. That got me. The biologic really did me in. So I decided to just, you know, turn it over to, to functional. So is this more prevalent in society now or no? I think that we're just identifying more. Okay. Don't you think? I do. I mean, I do think that our, our society is becoming more toxic and, and as we go. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's not helping us any. Um, all kinds of things are cropping up in our systems. And, and it may be that we're just realizing that these were toxins. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, For instance, in my house. Um, and you look at my house and it looks like a great house, you know, and, and quaint and everything. And Jan makes a, is an incredible housekeeper. But... But uh, we had toxic mold, you know, black mold, and we had mycotoxins, which are the toxins that black mold emit. And all of a sudden, I watched Jan go from this dynamo to laying in bed uh. two out of three days. And I thought, what's wrong with her? Uh. You know, and it was starting to get me because my immune system is, not, is stronger than hers. And so it started to get me. I started noticing I'm having a little asthma. Well, I had asthma as a kid, but not as an adult. All of a sudden, it's kind of cropping up on me. I go, hey, what's going on here? And, uh, and so I went to uh, a friend of mine who is integrated medicine doctor. I said, you know, I've, I've tested her for every autoimmune disease I can think of. And, uh, and he says, uh, well, let's just do a urine test for mycotoxins and I'll be darned. She had all almost five of the six, mm -hmm. uh, mycotoxins in her system at a very high level. And we found out it was in our air conditioning system. Mm -mm. And, uh, so we had to do a hundred and $40,000 worth of, of a re remediation in our home. But guess what? She was getting immediately better. You're I mean, kidding. immediately. And, but that's autoimmune. You know, that, mm -hmm. that is, that is your immune system breaking down mm -hmm. because of an assault by an outside toxin. Mm -mm. I told you yesterday, actually yesterday, I received my results because I did the same test, the urine test. I am toxic mold poisoning. I have, I have five out of the six. Um, I have heavy metals. I, I mean, I have it all. I mean, I'm, is that good or bad? <laughs> I made no, 100 I, on the test, basically. I love getting this information because you can do something about it. Whereas if you get some information, you can't do anything about it, which is a lot of my traditional guys just go, well, there's nothing we can do. Um, then suddenly if it happens in their life, they start thinking more broadly and use their big old brains because they're smart people, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, and these, these physicians start looking outside of, of their normal belief system. And next thing you know, we've got an integrated metaphysician in our ranks. You know, isn't that super? Okay. You said there's something we can do about it. Mm -hmm. I'm so desperate. Will you tell me what we can do about this? You know, one of the first things is, is we've got to work on the gut, you know, and, and he, no, and I'm going to say before that we've got to remove the offending agent. Okay. Like I had to get Jan out of mycotoxin land. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so one of my doctor friends let us move in with them for three months while the house was remediated. I mean, they had to tear down walls and ceilings and take out every duct in the house. And it was a pretty, you know, unbelievable procedure. But, um, you know, she started getting better almost immediately. Within a week, she was going, Jim, I'm, 
I'm feeling better. Wow. You know, and she wasn't well, but she was way better. And you know, and I've had other patients, you know, I had one lady who had a 12,000 square foot house and you know, she had what, seven or eight air conditioners and she had mycotoxins. She moved out of the house and all the autoimmune markers that she had disappeared. Mm-mm. I mean, and she said, I cannot believe I'm, I'm removing out of this incredible house, 12,000 square feet. And you know what? She's fine. Oh my. She's gosh. well. I'm and you know, and she did some other things. She did the things I suggested, but right. I was just so proud of her for having the courage to do that mm-hmm. as opposed to just continuing to be sick. To, to be sick. And I, uh-huh. and I, I'm where I'm with you. So the three that I have been tested positive, I started out in 2020 with psoriasis on my scalp. I mean, it like wildfire. And then that's just, a, that's just a little signaling for your body to say, Hey, we got something going on. Pay attention to us. It's yes. signaling to you. Okay? It's like a, Hey, and it hit me over the head. And mm-hmm. so that was during COVID. And then, and then lo and behold, here we go. And I have the GI issues for, for years. Col- collagenous colitis. Is that it? Exactly. Okay. I have colitis basically very inflamed gut issues that have just, I can't hold anything in. Mm-hmm. And so there's that. And then here we go. Number three comes right around the corner. Psoriatic. So, psoriatic arthritis. Psoriatic. I can't say it, but I have it. Arthritis. So Man, joint it, pain. I mean, your joints are just killing Miserable. you. Oh Miserable. yeah. Uh-huh. Awful. So I saw my doctor and he, um, very Western, very Western, mm-hmm. but you know what? He's taking care of me. Low dose naltrexone. Mm-hmm. I I was afraid. I was afraid. And I've talked to about five functional doctors Mm -hmm. and they all support it. And you do too. Lotus naltrexone is something I've taken for years. Matter of fact, I lecture on it on conferences all over the country. Okay. And Lotus naltrexone sounds a little scary because it's an opioid antagonist. (laughs) So if you get an overdose of heroin, you quit breathing, you get some naltrexone in you and bam, you start breathing again because it displaces the opioids off the receptor sites. Now that's really technical, isn't it? But is basically it, but it just yeah. blocks, it blocks opioid receptor sites. But when you use low dose, now that's, that's hundred to 200 milligrams. Yeah. What if we use one to four milligrams, tiny little dose, mm-hmm. tiny dose, it's a butterfly kiss dose. But what there was a famous doctor in new New York city, he was working at public clinics and this Dr. Bahari, um, in, in 1985 said, you know, he's a smart guy, you know, and he's dedicated to his, these patients that were rough patients. I mean, we're talking AIDS patients and we're talking o- uh, opioid uh, um, addicts and we're talking cancer and mm-hmm. I mean, the worst, you know, rough stuff. And he said, what if we tried really low dose uh, naltrexone instead of high dose? High dose had failed it. So he started trying low dose mm-hmm. and he all of a sudden cancer patients started going in remission and we started started seeing inflammatory patients you know getting better AIDS patients immune systems were kicking back into gear and so it was so crazy and so Dr. Bahari um, started trying it on all kinds of patients and anyway he started this trend you know and so what we do is we use low dose naltrexone again one to four milligrams is our dosage and and what it causes is several effects Tiffany and um, one of them is it causes endorphin release. Everybody's had runner's high, right? We love runner's high. And that's endorphins being released. But endorphins actually cause your immune system to modulate. And we didn't know that. We thought it was just to feel good. Well, the, you feel good because the endorphins hit um, um, nerve uh, endings. They call them the synapses. And it causes a release of dopamine. Dopamine makes you feel so happy, right. so rewarded. You know, we love dopamine. 
And so that's nice that you get to feel that way. But and also you don't you don't feel pain as much because endorphins are the body's own morphine-like substances. But this modulation of the immune system is huge. And then it also causes an effect on two other things. And one is called opioid growth factor. And opioid growth factor, again, when it in when it goes up, it causes a st stimulation of, of anti-inflammatory cytokines, which are chemicals in your body that mediate reactions. Like they can be either anti-inflammatory or they can be inflammatory. And so it mediates the release of anti-inflammatory cytokines and suppresses inflammatory cytokines. Mm. It also suppresses the, the growth of cancer, you know? Yeah. And I've got to, I'll tell you about a dentist friend of mine who, who's in remission right now because, and his, his doctor said, what are you doing? Really? So I'm using this, this drug that my pharmacist told me about called Lotus and Trexone. She goes, whatever it is, keep on doing it. She said, I don't know anything about that, but keep on doing it. You well, know? and I asked you that, I asked you this morning, I said, I was scared. I, my doctor put me on and I, I, I held on to it for about three months mm -hmm. just because the stigma of the opioid, I mean, I, everything. I just was close-minded. Plus I didn't want to get on another, I didn't want to get on any other medica medication. Well, well, you just mentioned colitis and mm -hmm. what is colitis? Um, and, it's bad. Owl, you <laughs> it's know, bad. Uh, uh, but the, there are, are signaling cells uh, in the body, all over the body. They're called toll-like receptors. Mm -hmm. And these toll-like receptors signal for um, T cells and B cells, which are attack cells. You know, they're supposed to attack and they attack and tear up tissues, release an inflammatory cytokine. Next thing you know, you just got hamburger meat, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, and and so these toll-like receptors, when they get out of hand, they start signaling. They can signal in the brain to cause brain inflammation, which we'll talk about another time. Mm -hmm. Or we can they can signal in the gut. They can signal all over in the nervous system and cause neuralgias and and neuropathies and and autoimmune disease. So so the whole point here is that we've got lotus atrexone working several different areas of the body to calm down inflammation, calm down autoimmune cascades, calm down this pain, and uh, and so people get better. I mean, Jim, I honestly, the arthritis, when I would get out of bed, it was seriously, and 58 years old, I'm perfectly healthy, except what's happened to me now, mm -hmm. but walking on glass, I felt like I was walking on glass. Started the naltrexone in April, finally feeling some, because I was just discouraged. I'm in, in a bad attitude. I have to say, I had, I had a horrible attitude, but I have really, really felt some, so from, from the arthritis, yeah. Not the psoriasis or the other yet, but yeah. No. Okay, so you talk about Hashimoto's is the number one. That's it's the most common most autoimmune common. disease in the country. And what is that? Because a yeah. lot of my friends have it. Yeah, the uh, the immune system starts seeing the thyroid gland as an uh, uh, invader mm -hmm. and starts attacking it. And again, toll like receptors are signaling, and here comes T cells, B cells attacking the, the uh, thyroid gland, and it causes release of inflammatory substances. Um, for instance, uh, the cytokines cause an increase of cytosolic free calcium, which is which is just a, an inflammatory type of calcium. You know, good there's good calcium and there's inflammatory calcium. And it also causes peroxidase release, you know, peroxide, which is not healthy. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. and it starts tearing up uh, the thyroid globulin inside the thyroid gland and that thyroid gland starts losing its functionality. And over time, the thyroid gland is completely ablated mm -hmm. um, if you don't do something. Now, we discovered Jan's Hashimoto's in her 30s and her thyroid is still working and, and we're, she's 68 now. Mm -hmm. And it's because we've been doing the right things. Okay. Okay. Doing and right uh, and so her dose has, of thyroid has not changed 
in all these years. Mm -hmm. And that is a real win. Oh, yeah. And she's feeling better, right? And I've had some people who the, the antibodies, you know, because you, you get tested uh, and most doctors are not going to test for this. Um, if they're forward thinking, they will, you know, but it's just off their radar, you know, but they'll test for these antibodies and it's thyroid peroxidase and thyroid globulin antibodies. And you just get those two tests one time. And if they're negative, don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. But if they're positive, that tells you, you've got to start acting or you got to just let your thyroid gland just be completely ablated mm -hmm. by your body's autoimmune. And the bad thing is, is Hashimoto's is the gateway to other autoimmune diseases, you know? Uh. It's kind of like smoking pot. Next thing you know, you're doing heroin, you know. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> One thing leads the other. Okay. Well, um, okay. So I shared with you and I've shared with my audience as well. Um, I now have been diagnosed with breast implant illness. Mm -hmm. And I have a fabulous physician that I found. I just, I, I can't believe I found this person because when I talked to him, he was listening to me instead of, no, I wouldn't have my wife do that. I wouldn't, because I was just exploring it because I have heard more and more women lately. And I'm going to say this to you all. I am not against breast implants that there's some, everyone is different, but for me, they're coming out November 9th. They're coming out. Um, I feel like I might feel better. Don't you? I mean, with these, I mean, I have a friend that she was in lupus and now she's in remission when she took a breast out. Hey, one of my, uh, I told you that I do a lot of work with veterans with traumatic brain injury and PTSD. And one of my veterans was a Green Beret and is a female. Mm -hmm. And and she is, if you saw her, she's a poster girl. I mean, she is gorgeous and but she is an alpha female. I mean, she could kick my rear end every single day. <laughs> <I> bet, <right? laughs> but, you know, she, after all the combat experiences she had had, because, I mean, this is, this is, you didn't know that Green Berets, I mean, girls can be Green Berets, but there was a program. And, uh, and these are amazing females, you know, but it started breaking her down. And turns out I got her hormones straightened out, her thyroid straightened out. I got um, a lot of, of uh, her brain straightened out. And she was just doing better and better and better. But we couldn't get that last component. Something was going on. And we figured out it was breast implant illness. She had her implants taken out. And now she is going to be amazing. No amazing. Way. Oh, my God. She's already an amazing human being. I guess she'll sure. just thinking about her. Sure. Uh, because she's such a good friend. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and she is well known internationally i mean i was i was talking to a congressman who was a former seal and uh, he said oh yeah i know her yeah wow. she's my friend yep. i mean and she had breast implants and uh -huh. now they're removed and, and this was a tough her. girl i mean oh. we're talking bad rear-ended yeah. okay yeah i'm not gonna say the customer oh yeah yeah but it's true right i mean I understand. and so you are not alone uh, and i've had um so many patients have had this yeah it's amazing and again they're it, not everyone's going to agree with what i'm doing but Remove I, the toxin. Remove, remove the toxin. Thank you. And let's allow your body to heal. Because if you remove obstacles to health, your body will heal. You got to find the obstacles, though. Mm -hmm. What's that root cause? You right, know? right. What is the root cause? So when you have someone that comes to you with autoimmune, and maybe I'm repeating myself here, mm -hmm. you give them hope. And we don't always have hope because there's good days and bad days. There's weight gain. There's so much so you just counsel through them right and, and some people you know i tell them the treatment plan and they get overwhelmed and they just say you know jim, jim i'm sorry i can't do this you know and then other people just go i'm all in yes you give me everything i can do. and that you know what and i don't i don't ever judge someone because it's just too much for them to handle 
And, uh, and I just say, you know what, then at least just do lotus naltrexone until you're ready to take another step. What is the you treatment know? plan? Tell me what you would advise. But, but we, we touched on it earlier and let's get into it now. Okay. Um, gut health. That's it. Because the intestinal tract is everything. And, uh, and one of Jan's best friends, you know, I, I use Jan all the time. She doesn't mind me doing that, by the way. Jan, we just and, tear you apart. Every you know, <laughs> and, and it's just, just because she allows me sure. to use her case. And, of course. You know, but one of her friends, you know, is a, a beautiful gal and, oh, so precious, you know. And, and, but she always had a bad gut. And I told Janice, I'm really worried that one day she's going to get something autoimmune. And sure enough, mm -hmm. she came down with psoriatic arthritis and ankylosing spondylitis. And, uh, and she had to go on disability. She was a flight attendant, you know, speaks three languages. I mean, she's amazing. Sure. And, and, and plus, she's just a precious human mm -hmm. being, you know? And so anyway, one of my favorite human beings on earth. And, and so, but she doesn't like medicine, you know? And, and so anyway, she, um, she was on one of the biologics and it was just tearing her up. I mean, it was, it was giving her a little bit of relief, but it was tearing her up. I mean, she was getting a lot of side effects from the biologic, you know, they are not without side effects, by the way. And most, no. many of the side effects are permanent. Once you get them, you can't reverse them. So, um, she was, she came to see me. I told her all the th things I, and it was just too much for her. She goes, you know, Jim, I, I just had a hard time digesting this. So she's watching Oz, Dr. Oz. Mm -hmm. And she sees this, uh, uh, Dr. Robin, uh, I think Chutman, um, but she's a gastroenterologist up in the Northeast. And uh, she wrote a book on heal your gut, reverse your autoimmune disease. Wow. And so anyway, uh, Ruth has free flights, you know, she's a, a former what? Delta. Sure. Uh, so she, she heads for the Northeast and sees Dr. Robin and Robin calls me up and says, is this Jim Hertzer? I said, yes. And she said, I'm Dr. So I said, Hey, congratulations on your book. And she says, where did you learn all this stuff? Cause everything I'm trying to tell, um, this patient, you've already told her. Wow. <laughs> and anyway, we are on the same page. On the same page. And when you're in integrative medicine and really deeply immersed in it, you know that the gut is huge. It's huge. When we heal the gut, all of a sudden, everything else just kind of falls into place in a lot of cases. So let me ask you this, because I've had this. I do have leaky gut as of yesterday. It's positive. Um, and Jim, I eat well. I I do. I take cellophane. You know, Dr. Leanne Scott, our friend. I don't understand what happened. I just really don't. I don't eat processed food, blah, blah, blah. Something mm -hmm. went wrong. So when you say you're healing your gut, uh -huh. what is the process. I mean, I can't get anyone to tell me. Easy on most for me, most of the time it's easy because most people are eating the standard American diet, the SAD diet, which is just horrible. Mm -hmm. And uh, and and by the way, Rod, Dr. Scott is amazing. Oh. You know, she is one of my another one of my favorite human beings oh. on earth. You know, love her. I love her. Like you, you, I mean, she is one of those girls that that yeah. uh, I'm blessed to have her in my life. That's our connection. So so bottom line is is that you number one, you got to straighten out eating style. And it's not diet, it's an eating style. You just got to adopt an eating style that's low inflammatory. And uh, and guess what the number one offender is? Grains. Mark Hyman, you know, very yes. famous Cleveland Clinic yes. MD. Yes. You know, uh, he did a study on patients eating grains. And they said, oh, I'm not gluten sensitive. Guess what? Um, 100% of the patients they tested got inflammation markers from eating grains, even if they were not gluten allergic. Okay. Mm -hmm. They got inflammation markers, which means that if you're inflaming your gut every day, how can you be healthy? 
Right. You can't. No. I mean, and if you knew what I knew about the gut and about the, the way it cascades up into the immune system, you would know that the gut has to be healthy. And so grains are the, an easy elimination, you know, and, uh, and it's, it's hard for some people because they love grains. I mean, I'm not stupid. I love grains. I mean, right. it's not, I don't have it tattooed on my forehead. Mm-hmm. Jim is an idiot. <laughs> I like them, but they're not good for me. Yeah. And I know that. Yeah. And, and so anyway, if you're trying to reverse an autoimmune disease, the first thing you got to do is get rid of grains. The, and one of the things I do is, and we also think about maybe nightshade vegetables as being inflammatory to the gut lectin containing foods mm-hmm. being inflammatory of the gut you know so you start kind of narrowing down you know and and kind of get the gut healthier and then you can try to add stuff back in and see where you go but grains are always going to be a loser right now there is a test and i did a test on jan mm-hmm. <laughs> here we yeah. go with jan yes. again and and i did it um on a, another really close friend of mine and, and they were both allergic to chicken i mean who is allergic to chicken it's from another planet you know, she is from another planet, okay? But she's allergic to chicken, and this this really close friend of mine, and she's gorgeous. She's a beautiful designer over in Dallas, allergic to chicken. But guess what? They're both allergic to egg white and egg yolk, which are two different proteins, by the way. Mm-hmm. And so we had to do a test, and and they're really the only, um, and I'm going to say this out loud, um, the, the really the only test I've seen that is legitimate for food allergy testing, hidden food allergy testing, is Cyrex Labs, and it is a grant, okay? It's not 300 bucks, it's not 200 bucks, it's a grant. But you know what, best money we ever spent because we were able to identify that Jan needs to avoid these foods. And this other friend of mine, the designer, she needs to eliminate these foods. And she said, you know what, I noticed my stomach got hard, my intestinal tract got hard. Every time I ate chicken or eggs, and I love eggs, and you know, it's not that you don't like them, so, so this is just an example. I'm trying to give examples mm-hmm. of things that you would think, oh, no. I mean, because eggs are, are the superfood. But if you're allergic to them, yeah. they're a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, and, and about 20% of the patients I test are allergic to eggs. Wow. So anyway, I, I'm just thinking that getting up reproducible tests like Cyrex Labs is a key here. Okay, spell that. C-Y-R-E-X. Cyrex Labs. Okay, and you said this, but I just want to make sure because I've taken the Alcat so many times. And it changes every time you take it. It changes. And and that is my my gripe. You know, and and you take Cyrex and you take it again, you get the same results. You do? It's reproducible. That is the key. Reproducible results. I've never, I'm taking the Cyrex Labs. Most doctors kind of avoid it because it's a grant. Yeah, yeah. It's a tough sell. I know, but still, there's, I mean, at I, this point, you know, and, and you know, priceless. I mean. When I do it, um, I, I do about one a month, and I don't I don't market up a dime. I'm not trying to make money on testing. I'm trying your to help heart. patients. Yeah. You know? And so we just sell it to them what we get it for. Okay. Know? Cyrex Labs. I'm going to ask Dr. Scott to run that on me. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to ask you about this, and, and I, I'm throwing you a curveball, but I know that you're, that you, you can take it because you played baseball. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. All right. So I wasn't great. My glory days weren't all that glorious. <laughs> Your dad was great. Now. My dad was unbelievable. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Peptide BPC 157. Love it. Wish I could make it. FDA has, has banned us compounders from compounding with it. Anybody that's compounding with it is breaking the law. What? Yeah. Oh, well, go write a letter to FDA people out there, please, because FDA is just unbridled right now. And, uh, and, you know, they're probably going to come, you know, um, come with guns next week. Yeah, I've got to say that. I know. Because, you know, and FDA does a lot of good things. Sure. You know, I mean, yes. I mean, there's nobody's total evil. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to compounding, they have an anti-compounding culture, which the, the ex-head of the FDA spoke at a conference. And he said, 
He said we at the FDA have an anti-compounding culture. And so we compounded BPC-157 and it was amazing. I was having incredible results with it. And then they banned it. What? I, yeah. I, I don't understand. You know, and uh, and traditional medicine wins. Oh, never mind. I just understood. I just got it. Traditional medicine wins. You know, they don't want us having um, tools like that in our tool chest. Mm -hmm. If they don't have them, they don't want us to have them. So are all peptides banned at this point um, or topical um you know like the face cream i make for you yeah has has four or five different peptides that, that make collagen and elastin mm -hmm. you know produce and and uh and hyaluronic acid and those are legal in in beauty products mm -hmm. but if we're trying to use them for um to create a therapeutic effect mm -hmm. yeah Oh my gosh! Now, okay. now semaglutide, you know, for weight loss, yes. um, semaglutide is a peptide, but it's approved by the FDA by for a drug company. Therefore, you know, we're allowed to compound it as long as, um, as long as it's on the FDA drug shortage list. If it goes off the shortage list, we can't compound it. Oh my! But it is a peptide that we can compound. Okay. But these these things that help with growth hormone to re help your body to release more growth hormone, like ifamorelin, banned. Mm -hmm. um, BPC one fifty seven, which I love, great anti inflammatory, banned. You know, just wow. I know. Okay. So, but back to the gut. You know, um, you know, other things that we can do is. Probiotics. Everybody knows about probiotics, yes, right? Yes. You know, we, did you know we have five pounds of friendly bacteria in our intestinal tract? Five pounds. We don't have a, a few bacteria down there. We have five pounds. That we have so many cells down there, it exceeds the number of cells down there we have in the rest of our body because they're small little, you know, bacterial cells. Mm -mm. And anyway, um, probiotics help us to create a healthy microbiome, which means flora um, in the in the intestinal tract. When you have a healthy microflora um, and microbiome in the intestinal tract, then your immune system has a great chance of recovery, okay? Mm -hmm. And you know that the intestinal tract can heal itself in just a few weeks if we allow it, you know, if we remove obstacles to health. And probiotics are one of those things. I use a couple of probiotics that I just really believe in. You know, Megaspore is a spore probiotic, which actually recolonizes in the intestinal tract because and then I use Bismione, which is one of the most studied medically probiotics. It's a huge dose. It doesn't, we haven't seen that it recolonizes, but it does do great things as it goes through the intestinal tract, mm -hmm. allowing your natural flora to flourish. Okay. Other things, prebiotics. I bet you use soluble fiber and soluble fiber is prebiotic. It just feeds those bacteria to let your good guys grow. Now you can do testing and there is a testing by the people who make um, Megaspore and it is a, a, a gut uh, health test and uh, it's a stool test. Um, you know, so attractive. <laughs> Awful. But you know I'm, I'm a master. It tells us information that we've never had available before. Um, there was an old gut test made by another company, and I, you know, I always got the same results from it, no matter who I tested. Mm -hmm. But this, I'm getting really truly usable results to help people heal their gut. So I'm very big fan of this. Matter of fact, I've got one home for Jan, and uh, <laughs> and we're fixing to do it next week. Okay. Uh huh. Fixing well, to isn't that? Fixing oh, that's to do so it. West Texas. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry if I offend anybody. <laughs> <laughs> now your West Texas meets Central Texas. So here we go. Well, I tell you, this is um this is a big one because a lot of people ask me about this constantly, and mm -hmm. I make no bones about it. I come on the show, and I'm I just want to help people because right. I'm the people like you to help me. But I mean, this is amazing, but. The gut is it. The gut, everyone, sounds like that's what we need to do. So I'm going to start working on it. Are you going to do any IV nutrition? I am. 
You know, I'm really hoping you will, and you can talk to me about it um, because I've had a lot of experience in that, and we teach clinics how to do it. Okay. Um, I have uh, a, a lot of experience, and I've had hundreds and hundreds, maybe a thousands, I mean, of IVs, nutritional IVs, and we in there because a, a nutritional agent, like say a B complex, just for instance, in an IV works 60 times better than if you take it orally. 60 times 60 better. 60 times better. Just think intracellularly what difference that makes in every biologic process in your body. Now, we also put in things like glutathione. Glutathione is is a, an incredible master detoxer, mm -hmm. you know, and phase two detoxification. And so I'm a big fan of glutathione. And we show doctors how to work up to the proper dose of glutathione for each patient. You know, like my wife takes 600 milligrams. I take two grams, which is a giant dose, but I tolerate that. Yeah, you know, yeah. I had to work up to two grams. Oh, you know? oh, I, I, I mean, with this now breast implant illness, you're gonna the doctor this. put it underneath my tongue and I threw up immediately, immediately. Well, I have got a, a type of glutathione and it's called S-acetylglutathione and you can swallow it orally mm -hmm. and it works. The, um, we, it's a little trick we, we have in, in the drug business is where you can take a, a molecule like glutathione, which is not stable in the stomach, it just immediately destroyed, but we can hook it to another agent called S-acetyl, and it actually allows the body to absorb it and utilize it, and it cuts off that S-acetyl group, and then you have glutathione, and it shows up in tissues all over the body. And, uh, and I can get the same effect from this oral S-acetyl glutathione that I can from IV, and I know it's working. Well, I'm the the IV. I really don't understand for the life of me how I'm even functioning because nothing stays in me. I eat and it's gone, and it's it's miserable. But we're gonna fix it. We're gonna heal my gut for sure and get these my girls out. For <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, thank you so much. You're my favorite pharmacist well, by far. You're my favorite podcaster. I've done probably thirty or forty of these, okay. and number one right here. You're my number one. You heard it right here on my so-called fabulous everyone. Thank you so much for sharing so much Thank information and, and letting us talk to folks and yes. and tell them another way to think. Absolutely, it, we have to. We have to step out of the box, the hope. traditional back. I know. Give some hope. I will. Everyone, thank you so much for listening today. And I, I know this is touching some of you because you told me for sure. So everyone, stay tuned because we're talking about this more. And everyone, keep being fabulous. Thank you.